Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this, uh, I guess, this warm Wednesday. <laughs> uh, we have uh, about 59 degrees today, so we are so thankful and grateful to the Lord for this um, nice warm weather that we're enjoying. So um, not sure if we're going to uh, get many more of those days in the month of December. But uh, we're so thankful and grateful to the Lord for you joining us back here on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast today. So God bless you. All of our viewers and subscribers, we want to thank God for you uh, as we give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is ahead of our life, and to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to all of our viewers and subscribers today, to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newsom, we honor her and thank God for what God is doing for the both of us, and we're so grateful and appreciative of what the Lord is doing. We do have a beautiful broadcast on today, so we want to go into prayer, and then we want to go into a few of the scriptures, and then we're going to talk about a few hot-button topics today. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord, we come before your throne of grace to give you thanks and praise for another day we never seen before. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for, oh God, just granting us your mercy. Thank you for a heart of repentance. Continue, oh God, to forgive us as we, oh God, forgive those that trespass against you and those that trespass against us. We forgive, Lord, as we stand praying. Help us now to decrease that your anointing may increase. Look on, oh God. Our leaders, look on our senior bishop, Bishop Scott. Look on, oh God, our our presider and our assistant presiding bishop. Oh God, Bishop Bennett, Mother Bennett, and oh God, Bishop, oh God, Webb and Mother Webb, and all of the saints, oh God, in the NPPCI organization. Continue to bless the body of believers, oh God. This we ask and pray in the name of Jesus. Look on those families, oh God, that have great loss during this time of the year and all loss that have transpired Throughout this year, we pray, God, that you would grant comfort to those that are, oh God, going through right now. You being the God of all comfort, we pray for comfort now in the name of Jesus. And, oh God, grant unto them that are not saved the true comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. Oh God, we pray right now that you would save, even in the midst of this broadcast, you would touch hearts and minds and convert, oh God's souls. Father, we thank you and we forever give you praise. Only you can do it, God, and we give you thanks in advance. These are another blessing we ask and pray in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, touch the sick, touch the afflicted, and oh, God, touch the sinner man, the sinner woman, that they may come to repentance, saying, what much must I do to be saved? Father, this we ask and pray in the name of Jesus, and we give you all the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. So we thank God for the prayer in our heart and desire is that uh, men, women, uh, boys, girls, humanity will grab hold to the plan of salvation by receiving the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's our uh, aim. That's our uh, particular direction that we're pointed in by the Lord Jesus Christ, that we would uh, aid in the soul winning part of this ministry. All right. And so we want to say to the people of God today, we have a great topic. Um, we had part number part three 
I just want to let you know we're in part three as we uh, discuss uh, our particular topic today, submitting unto God. And we want to talk about these opposing forces. This is our final uh, series of this three-part series, uh, submitting unto God and opposing forces is the main topic that we're kind of aiming for. And so uh, I want to make sure that the people of God, as we get ready to get started, want to make sure that you know, as I said earlier this week, um, that the enemy or the adversary, you you can Satan, if you will, uh, anything that opposes God, um, will try, uh, to gain the advantage to overthrow God's people. And I want to say this before I get started. This is not the subject yet, but I just want to say as a preface here today that, uh, temptation is real Hmm? and we must resist it. Praise God. And I want to say, David said, he said, I was young, but now I'm old. And he said, I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. And so I want to say to you, um, God will be right there with us uh, when we uh, align ourselves with truth. Praise God. We must align ourselves and our lives with the word of God walking in the truth. All right. And so we want to say this here. We're going to go to our first scripture and we're going to try to be as brief as we can today. And we want you to stay with us. I'm hoping um, that we can share uh, this word of uh, encouragement to the people of God. Uh, I want to say to the people of God, let's go to, uh, I want to go to first Corinthians 10. Uh, I think I want to go to first Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, that's what I think I want. First Corinthians chapter 10. And we're going to go to 10 and uh, let's see, 10 and 12. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 10 and 12. And those of you that read your Bible faithfully, um, you probably can uh, quote the scripture or know uh, in familiar, familiarity where the scripture is found. 1 Corinthians 10 and 12. We're going to read it for your hearing today. He says, Wherefore, let him that think he standeth, take heed lest he fall. Okay. I want to say this. Uh, this scripture was brought uh, to the Corinthian church. Apostle Paul, earlier in the chapter, was dealing with avoiding idol worship. And so we can get uh, sidetracked hmm, when we think we're strong, when we think we're standing, and we can easily get uh Uh, deceived. Hmm? 
And so Paul kind of talks to him from this particular passage here. He says, wherefore, let him that think he standeth take heed, lest he fall. So we must be on guard, be on alert, be watchful of our footing, of our stance uh, in this way. We must be careful. And uh, we're going to keep reading here. He says, uh, therefore, he says, had no temptation taken you, uh, but such as is common to man. Now, he, he brings this particular discourse to let us know that uh, temptation is common. <laughs> Everybody faces it one way or another. Everybody deals with it one way or another. Now, how we deal with it, that depends on the person. That depends on, uh, depicts the mindset. That uh, depicts, you know, the vulnerabilities, uh, how much strength and virtue that person has, and also the likes and dislikes of that individual. So it's a lot of things come into play when we talk about the word temptation. Okay. And so I want to make it, I want to make it plain for you because it's not only just sin that we're tempted with some, Oh Lord, the enemy tempts us with things that can pull us into sin. Hmm? And let me, let me, let me give you an example. The enemy, uh, a lot of people, they want to play with anger. Hmm? They want to play with it. That's another temptation that the enemy uses to lure us hmm, into an ungodly situation, into, uh, oh, Lord, bad character, praise God, if you will. And so I want to just share with you some of the things as I study and research uh, about these opposing forces that we don't sometimes see these as attacks, praise God. But that's not where I'm going today. I just want to share with you a, a viewpoint here. Uh, temptation is common. So everybody uh, can be tempted. Mm? But the Bible says every man is tempted when he's drawn away from his own lust. So every one of us mm, have a different thing that can draw us. Hmm? Some people, you know, uh, uh, drinking and smoking don't bother them. Hmm? Somebody else, you know, uh, you know, uh, relationship don't bother them. You know, you know, for other people, you know, uh, uh, taking other folks' merchandise and property don't bother them. Hmm? Some people, you know, uh, they're not easy to get upset. Things don't bother them. So everybody, oh, Lord have mercy, everybody has a weak point. And so where I'm going with this, just so you know, Paul alludes to this point, it's common to man. But God is faithful. And that's why we must make sure that we're filled with the Holy Ghost and we're filled with the power that comes from God. Hmm? And that's his Holy Spirit. And we're filled with the Holy Spirit we can counter a lot of these forces that opposes you and me and other believers, praise God, or that opposes humanity, praise God. 
This is why it's important that everyone that believe it receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And I won't let you know you may have been baptized, you may have repented and got baptized, but you need the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Don't stop at just, oh, Lord have mercy. Don't stop at just half the process or in between the process, but the process must be completed. You need the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And there's no power except the Holy Ghost power to keep you. Praise God. Hmm? I know. I know. You're doing pretty good. But if you want to be, oh, Lord, you want to be in the place that God is pleased, you need the Holy Ghost. And you need to, oh, Lord, you need to receive it by faith. You need to walk in it. You need to obey it. You need to, oh, Lord, you need to cultivate, oh, Lord, by staying in the things of God. You need to cultivate that spiritual man. Praise God. Through leadership, teaching, uh, preaching, through study, through prayer, through fasting, through doing spiritual things to strengthen the spiritual man. Hmm? You cannot strengthen the spiritual man with carnal things, but you need spiritual things to strengthen the spiritual man. Praise God. Now, let me let me let me, let me make this point here. He says here's common. And then he says there is no temptation taking you but such is common to man. But God is faithful who would not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able. That's where I want to stop at. God is not going to allow the enemy to overthrow you unless you disobey, praise God. Hmm? And he says, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. I want to let you know, we live in a culture, we live in a time that's filled with temptation, filled with immorality, filled with moral depravity, praise God. We live in a world that's full of disgusting things. Hmm? But the flesh loves those disgusting things. I want to let you know. And this is why Paul admonished the Roman church, the Roman believers to walk in the spirit so they wouldn't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Hmm? He urged them. And he, in the seventh chapter of Romans, he said, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? We must submit to God. Hmm? And we submit to God, these opposing forces, oh, Lord, we won't be overtaken because God, the Holy Spirit, would enable us hmm, not to suffer the temptation above that which we're able to bear. Hmm? But God is able to make a way for your escape. Now look at this. Paul gave some strong encouragement to these Corinthians believers. Now he says to these Corinthian believers, he says to them, don't be overtaken by the temptation. Resist the temptation. And I read in 1 Peter 5 and 8, he says, be alert, be sober, be vigilant. Hmm? Because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. The enemy don't love you. Hmm? That man, that woman that's disguised, oh, Lord. Hmm? 
in such a bill that you are attracted to them. They don't love you. If they will not adhere to the word of God, if they will not obey God, they don't love you. Because, oh, Lord, I got, oh, Lord, have mercy. You got millions of people, as I said on, 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 uh, on Monday, I said on Monday, we as believers, and I'm, I'm just dealing with it on an overall viewpoint, umbrella viewpoint, we need to stop shacking with, uh, with the enemy. Some people are shacking with the devil. And when you're shacking with the devil, you're doing it on the devil's turn because God is all about you being free. Praise God. And if you're living in sin, you're yet bound. Praise the Lord. I got to make it plain. I don't want to make nobody misunderstand what these opposing forces about. They are to keep us yoked up and to keep, oh, Lord, you bound as well as believers, as well as unbelievers. If he can keep you bound and from receiving and, oh, Lord, accepting the truth of God, he has done his job. So I'm not advocating for him, but I want to let you know God is able to grant us victory and he's given us victory already. But it's only through Jesus Christ, only through the Holy Spirit, only through the word of God, we can truly walk in victory. Praise God. Hmm? If we walk in the flesh, we're going to fail God every time. Look at this now. He says here to the believers here, Paul gave them encouragement about resisting temptation. He says for number one, he tells them about it being common. Temptation happens to everybody. That's number one. Hmm? Number two, others have resisted temptation. Huh? Others have resented, uh, uh, resisted temptation. And, and he was informing us as believers, we can resist it too. Hmm? When we submit to God. Other believers have suffered, suffered the temptation. And you're going to suffer temptation. Hmm? Young and old, we have suffered temptation. But God is faithful and he wouldn't allow you to suffer above that which, oh, Lord, you are able. And he's able with that temptation to make a way for you to escape it. Hmm? That means you must resist it. Hmm? Any temptation can be resisted because God will help you resist it. He's given us his word, given us his Holy Spirit. He's given us Oh Lord, other believers to testify and to oh Lord to teach us and to share with us. Oh Lord, about all the lures and the attacks hmm, that the enemy can bring. Look at this now. Hmm? God will help you resist it, but you gotta recognize people and situations that give you trouble. You need to recognize it. Hmm? Too many times we don't recognize our own weaknesses. Hmm? We, we look at everybody else's weaknesses and strengths, but we don't look at our own weaknesses. Hmm? And I want to let you know, you got to avoid and you got to recognize people in situations that give you trouble. Because hmm? if you stay in that situation too long, hmm, you might just, oh, Lord. You might just end up getting tangled up in that web. And this is why it's very important that we avoid 
Hmm? Joseph, oh Lord, he ran from the temptation. Huh? We should run from any and everything. I'm going to say this again. Listen to me. We should run from any and everything that's wrong and that's not right, according to the word of God. Hmm? Job eschewed. We're getting ready to go to Job. Job eschewed the very appearance of evil. Hmm? We should choose only to do what is right. Hmm? And sometimes if you've, oh Lord, some people say, well, I don't have the strength to do what's right. Then you need to pray. Hmm? You need to pray uh, for God's help. And that's why we need prayer. We need strength. And I'm, t- I'm saying to you today, to every believer, we need prayer to get victory over some of these things that we're struggling with. Hmm? And you know what? We got to insulate ourselves. As I said the other day, we got to insulate ourselves hmm? with other believers hmm? that love God, that serve God. Huh? And ask your friends that love God and serve God to offer you some help by praying with you. Hmm? I know. I said we're not island to ourselves. We, oh Lord, we 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 want to be that in the bag of chips, but we are stronger together than we are divided. I want to say this now. It's very important. Running from temptation should be your first step on your way to victory. Hmm? Running from temptation ought to be your first step to victory. I'm going to get it in just a minute. Uh, I'm trying to uh, get another scripture for you real quick so you can see what I'm talking about. That should be your first step uh, in victory is running from it. And too many times when we should be running, we're standing up, getting engulfed in things that we know we're not strong enough to handle. Look at this now. He says in 2 Timothy, go with me, 2 Timothy chapter 2. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to, well, I'm not going to ask you a question, but I'm going to present this question to you. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse number 22, he says, flee also you for lust. But follow righteousness, faith, charity with them that call on the name, that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Hmm? He says, flee also you for lust, but also follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Notice he said, love and peace, faith, love and peace. Righteousness, faith, righteousness, faith, love and peace. Notice he says these four things that we should, we should follow. Hmm? Sometimes people look at running from it appears to be cowardly, but sometimes that can be the wisest thing you can do is to avoid a confrontation. Praise God. Hmm? When the enemy comes like that roaring lion, he wants to get an argument started. He wants to get something going. He wants to get you upset, set and discombobulated and get you tangled up in your words. Sometimes the best thing we can do is walk away and just study to be quiet. Hmm? 
we got to realize wise people will walk away, removing themselves physically from this, from that temptation, from that situation. Hmm? Sometimes it's better to walk away. It's better to run away than to stay there hmm? and be overtaken. Look at this now. I'm helping somebody today. I hope, huh? Timothy was a young man. Hmm? And he was warned by an older bishop or an older overseer, Apostle Paul. He was warned to run from anything that produced evil thoughts. Hmm? He, he, he was told to run away from it. Huh? And I want to let you know some situations reoccur. They're difficult to resist. Some stuff we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis is difficult to resist. Hmm? But I want to let you know, you got to know when to run. Huh? Because it's important that you know the spiritual battle when you know when and how to fight. You got to know when and how to fight. Hmm? You got to know when to walk away. And you got to know when to run. I won't let you know. And Joseph, he knew when to run. And I'm letting you know today. We need to know hmm, how to possess our vessels in sanctification and in honor. We need to know these things. And it's very, very important hmm, that we stand in a righteous stand when we know there's forces opposing us, but we have to know hmm, what's freely given unto us. Hmm? And we got to use wisdom, huh? Over power and might. Hmm? Sometimes we want to be strong in ourselves, but Ephesians 6 says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We're going there now. We're going to Ephesians 6, and we're going to read uh, a few verses here. Ephesians 6, and I think we stopped at about, um, I believe, uh, 6 and 17. He says, and, taking, and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And verse number 18, I'm at Ephesians 6 and 18. We started at 12 on yesterday, 6 and 12. But now we are six and 18. He says, praying always. Hmm? There is always a proper time for prayer. Hmm? You can't pray too much. Some people say, oh, that's all they do is pray. Hmm? That's the best place to get your strength is through prayer. Communicating with God. Hmm? That God may answer you by and by. That God may uh, uh, set you on the right path so you don't be overthrown. That God may direct you. Hmm? Look at this. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. We we uh, we got to submit to the spirit when we're praying. Hmm? And let it govern us. Let it guide us. Watch and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Why? He says, and for me, that utterance may be given unto me. Hmm? 
God will give us revelation as well. God will speak to us. Oh, Lord. God will deal with us. Hmm? Oh, Lord. When we consistently pray. And if we're going to deal with these opposing forces, we must pray, believers. Hmm? I want to let you know, prayer is very, very essential for the believer. But if you think you're standing, take heed lest you fall. This is what the scripture says. Now we're going to Job. So we're going to go over to Job for a minute. I want to, I want to put something in your thought uh, as we talk about these opposing forces. Hmm? Uh, also, yeah, we're going to go to Job. Let's go to Job uh, chapter one, verse number six. We're going to read six verses here. Job one and six. I'm going to let you see something here. Job one and six. Stay with me. All right. Job one and six. It says, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And the Bible says here, and Satan came also among them. Did your Bible read the same way? Saying Satan also came among them in so many words. He says, and the Lord said unto Satan, whence comest thou? Then, then Satan answered the Lord and said from going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down it. We're going to stop at verse 12. I'm at Job uh, 1 and 8. All right. I'm at, I'm at Job 1 and 8. Chapter 1, verse number 8. And the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feared God, and escheweth evil. Hmm? You see that? Verse number nine. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Do a Job fear God for naught? Has thou made an hedge about him? Has not thou made a hedge about him? And about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Look at this. God is our protector. He's our fortress. He's our fence. He's our battle axe. Look at this. The devil knew it. This is what I want you to see. Satan knew. Oh God. Hallelujah. Satan knew he could not get the job. Why? Because God had him covered. And I want to let you know today, we have forces that oppose us, but God have you covered. As long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And Job eschewed evil. He prayed for his family. Look at this now. I'm going to read verse number nine. This is what Satan says. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, do Job fear God for naught? Verse 10. Has not thou made an hedge about him and about his house and about his, oh Lord, about all that he had on every side and had blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. And I let you know, enemy been watching. Hmm? Let's get down to 12. But pull forth thy hand now and touch all he had, and he will curse thee to thy face. This is what the enemy assumes about the believer. This is what he assumed about Job, and this is what he assumed about us. Look at this. 
And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Now we're going to talk about this for a minute. I want to let you see something here. Hmm? With this conversation, we can see a great deal about the attack of this opposing voice. Hmm? Uh, we got to know, oh Lord, that Satan is accountable to God as well as you are. Hmm? And he knows it. Even though he's a, a fallen angel, angelic being, he still got to give an account to God. Hmm? And guess what? Good and evil uh, are compelled to give an account for themselves before God. So that means whether it be good or evil, they got to give an account. So people say, oh, it looks like the people that's doing wrong is getting away. No, no, no. They not getting away. We just have to understand some of these forces. Oh, Lord. <laughs> They oppose the things of God. They oppose you when you stand for the things of God. And this is why on your job, you have such a hard time getting some things done. This is why you have some problems in the church getting some things done because there's forces that we don't see that's working against us. Hmm? I know they got, I know they got their tie on. I know they got their suit on. I know they got their nice skirt and dress on and they they got everything in order that we can see with our eyes but underneath i talked about it yesterday there is wolves in sheep clothing i want to let you know and these are forces that oppose god and this is why we have to have a spiritual eye a spiritual sense of discernment because we have to be able to see the spirit behind the thing Hmm? Don't always look at the individual, but look at the spirit behind. Oh, Lord, glory be to God. The motive behind, the spirit behind that individual or that thing or that person that's bringing the attack on. Look at this. Every attack of Satan, there's a motive behind it. And you can see the woman walking with Paul said, these are the men of the most high God. And it vexed Paul. Glory. I'm finna get out of here. It vexed Paul. And Paul rebuked that spirit. Glory. And when Paul rebuked that spirit, the hope of the gains were lost. And they were mad with Paul because, Paul, oh, Lord, Paul rebuked that spirit. Praise God. Because that spirit was telling the truth, but it had an agenda and a motive. Hmm? It wasn't glorifying God. And some people, they mockers and they scoffers and they pretend like they have an agenda to serve the Lord, but underneath they are working Satan's agenda. I got to go. I got to get out of here. All right. You may not believe me, but uh, I want to let you know that uh, Brother Newsom, I have seen some things uh, the few years I've been around. But look at this. He says here, the devil is accountable to God. Hmm? God knew Satan's intent when he showed up with the sons of God. He knew he didn't show up to present himself. Oh Lord, to be accountable to for nothing good. He was looking to see what he can get into and what he could disrupt. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> and God knew it. That's why I asked him, what are you doing here? 
from whence cometh out Satan. Look at this. And he says here, oh, Lord, I want to let you know. Oh, God. Satan, he don't know everything. I want to say this. Satan don't know everything. And he only can be at one place at a time. Hmm? Satan cannot, oh, Lord. He cannot see into our minds and our thoughts. We tell him, we speak out things and we project things that he can grab hold to. But guess what? He cannot be in every place at one time. He can't know your thoughts. Huh? But God knew his intent was to attack Job. And he knew he couldn't attack Job because he knew God had him protected. And I won't let you know, every spirit know, oh, Lord, they know the true men and women of God. We can start with the seven sons of Sceva, and I got to get out of here, though. But I just want to put thought on your mind. These, oh, Lord, these men, oh, Lord, they were going to cast out these demons. And guess what? He said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? Hmm? These, oh, Lord, I'm these spirits recognize holiness. I won't let you know. These spirits recognize holiness. And I won't let you know the enemy job and his intent was on attacking Job. Hmm? And I won't let you know these demons that follow the enemy, that works for the enemy, guess what? They carry out his agenda in the you know, against the body of Christ. And I won't let you know. You can't get sidetracked and not know, oh, Lord, that the enemy don't love you. Hmm? The enemy don't love you. Hmm? I won't let you know. He want to make it present. You want to present it as if, oh, Lord, that he's doing something good, but really underneath he's working all deceivableness hmm? to get you out of the will of God. Look at this now. I want to say this. Uh, the enemy, if he could have got Job, huh? If if he if he knew Job thought, this is the point I was gonna make. If the enemy knew Job thought and knew, oh Lord, knew if Job would break under pressure because he had stuff, then he would have been in. He he'd have been made his attack on Job things, but he he, he didn't know. He didn't know, he didn't know how committed Job was. But see, God is the only one that knows the heart. But the enemy, he wants to try the heart. He wants to try you, oh Lord, to see whether you are full or not under pressure. And I want to let you know, these forces, they come against us and they come to throw us, oh Lord, off of our spiritual footing. Hmm? I want to let you know the enemy is real hmm? and we should remain close to God. Hmm? The enemy is real. We should remain close to God because if we don't remain close to God, the enemy will do just like he do them gazelles. Anyway, as I talked about earlier this week, the little deer, the little antelope, the gazelle, or, you know, I don't know, the buffalo, if you will, the little small young buffalo just got born. He don't have enough speed to get from the attack of the enemy. And this is why 
We must be alert. We must be on guard. We must be sober and be vigilant because we do have a real adversary. I want to let you know we have a real adversary. And this is why he admonished them in Ephesians chapter six, verse number 10. He says, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You need to be strong in the Lord. Hmm? You need to build up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You need to know, according to St. John 10 and 10, the thief come only to but to steal, but for to kill and for to destroy. But Jesus says here, I come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. I want to let you know, the enemy opposes the things of God. Hmm? And I want to get in Colossians 1 and 13. I'm gonna, I think I alluded to that yesterday as I get ready to close. I want to get Colossians 1 and 13. See if I can uh, uh, get Colossians 1 and 13. Let's see if I can uh, get Colossians 1 and 13. So I want to read this for you. We're going to get out of here. Colossians 1 and 13. All right. Thank you, Lord. Oh, wow. Y'all got to read it in your study time. Just read that whole first chapter. But anyway, I'm going to say here, 1 and 13, he said, who had delivered us from the power of darkness? Talking about Jesus, talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, has delivered us from the power of darkness, huh? And had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of sin. I want to let you know. Hmm? <laughs> we have received hmm, blessings from God. We have received power from God. Huh? He delivered us from the power of darkness. Hmm? And we need to know God is the only one that can give us victory over these forces. Hmm? I know in the world I tried many times. Oh Lord, I tried many times to stop drinking. I tried many times to give up on this and to give up on that. But I had to give my life and surrender to the Lord. And I don't know who I'm talking to today. I don't know who I'm helping today. But you need to surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because hmm? there are some forces that's got you, got you strung out and got you in a situation that you can't get yourself out of. I want to let you know, God can get you out of it. Hmm? but you must surrender and submit unto God and resist that temptation. And I won't let you know, Paul said every time that I tried to do good, evil was present. And I won't let you know every time you get, Oh Lord, close to God and get close to receiving the Holy ghost. Here comes something else. The enemy luring you with pulling you with, huh? And you got to be, Oh Lord, you got to give yourself over to the Lord so you can be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So you can stop letting that enemy jerk your chain. Hmm? I want to let you know. You ain't, you don't, you are not strong enough to deal with some of these forces. Hmm? And I want to let you know the one that's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless. Hmm? We need to give ourselves unto Jesus Christ. Hmm? We need to receive the Holy Ghost. Hmm? We need to repent of our sins and be baptized in water in Jesus' name. We need to call on the name of Jesus hmm? because that's the name that's above every name. 
and that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to the glory of God that Jesus is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. I want to let you know, that's the one we need. If you need power, you got to go to Acts 1 and 8. Acts 1 and 8 said, but ye shall receive power. Hmm? After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Hmm? You should receive power. Did you receive it? Because God promised to give you power. And too many times, hmm, we're looking for other things, but not what guarantees us victory. And the Holy Ghost power, huh? once you repent and, oh Lord, be godly sorrow of your sins and be baptized in water in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins, God promised to fill you with the Holy Ghost. It's a promise. So I want to let you know, you can receive this promise that God promised you. Hmm? And you don't have to allow uh, the enemy to continue to um, manipulate you and have victory in your life. Hmm? Because these are forces that we are dealing with and we're reckoning with. Hmm? But I want to let you know, Christ is able to give you the victory. You can establish yourself in faith, be rooted and grounded in him. Hmm? But we got to be able to give ourselves over to the things of God. So here it is, your faithful words of your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God in that TV. I had more for uh, us on today, but I just wanted to exhort the people of God uh, in the scripture as we talk about these opposing forces. We got things that come against us. I want to let you know. Bible told, uh, and I believe Corinthians 15, he told him to be your steadfast unmovable, always abound in the work of the Lord for much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. It's important. It's important that we stand in these last days, saints. Be encouraged. But I want to say to you, submit unto God. Hmm? We can do a lot of things, but if we're not submitting unto God, we can't do nothing with Satan. My final scripture as I close, and I'm going to Zechariah chapter four. My final scripture came to my mind and I was uh, thinking in my mind about this final scripture and that came back to me. Zechariah chapter four and verse number six. Go to Zechariah four and six. I want you to see something here. Zechariah four and six. Hmm? And you can, you can, you can read the rest in your, in your uh, study time, but Zechariah sees this golden lampstand. But look at this. Zechariah 4 and 6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, he says, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by power. He said, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. I'm going to read that again. He says, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit said the Lord of hosts. Hmm? I'm going to stop right there. You need the Holy Ghost. Hmm? You need God's spirit hmm? because we're not wrestling with flesh and blood. We're wrestling with principalities, rulers, uh, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. This is why we need to gird ourselves and equip ourselves and insulate ourselves in spiritual things. Hmm? 
so we can ward off the attack of the enemy. Job was fully insulated with the protections of God and Satan knew it. And this is why he made the declaration that he did. If you take some of this stuff away from Job, he'll curse you to your face. Hmm? But God knew Job was not serving him for stuff. And I want to let you know, we need to make sure that we are built up huh, on the foundations of the apostles, the prophets, and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. We need to be built up on these things because there's an attack from these other forces that's coming against the church. And I want to let you know, we need to be built up in these things and we need to be grounded saints so that we can stand against the wiles of the devil. Right, we be able to quench all the fiery darts because we've been insulated and we have put on the armor of God. And so I want to let you know, be encouraged. Keep looking up saints. Keep fighting the good fight of faith that you may lay hold on eternal life. I am your faithful witness in the Lord Jesus Christ, Elder Gregory Newsom with the faith in God internet TV until next time. God bless you, my friend in Jesus name.